Manchester City are still alive here. Balotelli, Aguero! Back, Fuchs. And the ball in behind Damian Bunny! Well, your head must be in the sand. Is your head in the sand? Can you, are you flexible enough to get your head in the sand? Now the fans are shouting every week, Louis van Gaal's army! <laughs> Louis van Gaal's army! Feet after a fabulous start, the game just got away from you there. I have nothing, nothing to say. Nothing to say about the game at all? This week on the Premiership Perusal Podcast, some massive victories for Aston Villa. They keep marching on. Ollie Watkins scores in garbage time. He keeps scoring. He cannot be stopped. And speaking of cannot be stopped, Crystal Palace under Roy Hodgson. How do you like them apples? Protect this man at all costs. There is a lot in between, and we'll cover it as well as Man City's Dominant victory over Southampton and Arsenal's draw with Liverpool. All that and more on this week's episode of the Premiership Perusal Podcast. All that and Seinfeld bits as we fill up the rest of the podcast with Seinfeld bits. Scott McDominay, who's that? Who's that guy? Jerry! I open up the website, and it says, Scott McTominay, man of the match. Have you considered that he was good that game? What's up with that, Jerry? I can't believe it. You know, the Scots. The, the Scots. <laughs> He's Scotch. <laughs> Something like that. All right, let's get in this first game of the week. Man, you, Everton. Man, you, absolutely dominating yeah that was game you know a a lot of good chances early and honestly i guess anthony looked good it's just he's wasteful with the chances like he's getting in the spots and doing stuff yeah that's at least an improvement yeah over him being invisible yes but like you said the finishing was just absolutely horrendous Mm -hmm. he could have had a hat trick early chance first chance the game falls to sabitzer shoots wide and then united just continuously hit on the counterattack. For yeah. some reason, Everton decided, hey, we're going to play a really high back line against a team that loves to counter. Yeah. It's very odd. It was very un Sean Dyche like. Yeah, he was rubbing his bald ginger head. I don't know what he, he came was up going with that. for in this one because they really had nothing going on. They did have one chance um, 19 minutes in. Sims just really scuffed the, the chance and yeah. made a mess out of it. Looked like Neil Maupay out there. Well, what are you going to do? He's a championship-level player at the moment, Ellis Sims. They had a good chance off a set-piece, too, I'm pretty sure. But, yeah, I mean, Rashford couldn't score early on. Aaron Wan-Bissaka tapped an absolute shank in, or mm. uh, shanked an absolute tap in. Yes. Whatever that was. Um, But... Yeah, I mean, man, you really, after giving up one or two chances, Everton back to controlling possession, kind of limiting Everton's chances to uh, win the ball, but yet somehow we're able to counterattack, like you said. And then we get the McTom goal. Yeah. Everton, or, uh, Pickford could not cover that near post. Cannot cover the near, near post. McTom makes easy work of it. The defense, nowhere to be found. Shoots past him. 1-0, United. Another chance just before halftime for United. Anthony, lay spinny man. Cannot lay spin it into the back of the net. No. Goes in halftime. 1-0. Second half. United definitely took their foot off the gas. Um, Still, I mean, Everton wasn't really in the game. It was just United wasn't creating... Watch. Yeah, it was. I, I had a question if it was Man U's passing was really good this 
game where Everton's defense was just like really out of sh- shape and sorts, and I don't know what happened. I think it was more of the second. Okay. Everton was just playing a a suicidal high yeah. line. Yeah. Well, when Michael Keane's out there, you have no choice but to push on. <laughs> yeah, he's your leading goal scorer. Yeah. Yeah. Who um, your guy, Martial? Martial scoring first time since January or something like that. You forget he's on the team. At least I do. Yes. Seems like he shouldn't be. He went to Sevilla. Now he's back. <laughs> Strange one. Coleman, really rough one. Yeah, that was brutal. Just the old Wifaruski. Yeah. Straight to Martial. Big news as Marcus Rashford goes down with an injury out for a few weeks, probably. Yeah, I a think few weeks. Said. And then uh, Everton chance at the death. Big save by David Gea. Ends up 2-0. Obviously, midweek, man, you lost Lissandro Martinez for the entire season. Yeah. Feels like uh, this will be where Eric Tenhock proves how good of a manager he is, you know, kind of makeshift, kind of pulling the team together and patching mm-hmm. it, patching it up. Yes. So we have, a, we have a lot on the line for Mr. Bald Dutch Fraud. Um, you know, Sam, I I predicted Rashford to fall out of form. I didn't want it to happen like this. That's, that's a pretty brutal way to go out. I mean, But I, mean, I am been... correct. <laughs> but I am on technicality. I take that correct, W. Yeah. Uh, no, decent win for United. Not a great performance, but it could have really been better in terms of the result, I guess, because mm-hmm. uh, they could have just smoked Everton. But I, I'm, I can't complain too much. Two nils, two nil. Pretty comfortable. Yeah. Win. Yeah, hundred percent. The defense was never really challenge had it not been for the injury it's for everton good day at the office i needed to pick it up yeah what that was that was pathetic honestly i guess ellis sims used his one chance against chelsea yeah charity fc gave him his one chance and he scored it true so neil moppy getting back in there and aim 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 stevie g at the helm of everton Oh. True chaos. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. Too funny. Too funny. All right. Moving on to Charity FC. Is that actually next no, one? It's, no, it's not. Yeah, Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest on the road is pretty much yeah, Charity yeah, FC. It's true. <laughs> Free three points. Yeah. Um, let's see, get I saw it. Speaking of Chelsea, I saw some people on Twitter that were saying something that was like, they listed Chelsea's run of games and it was like, it's a bunch of tough games and there's Nottingham Forest at home and that people are still like, we may not win another game. It's like, Come on. sir, I don't, I don't know if you know this. I, I, I just don't think people realize how bad Forest <laughs> is away because they they probably see him get a win here and there and don't realize that it's, it's always, always at, at home. home. Yeah, and they're like, oh yeah, and the fans are there, it's crazy. Yeah. It's like, yeah, go check their away record. Yeah. Um, this one, Villa were just allowed to like pass mm-hmm. all all over the field the any way they wanted to. But they couldn't really penetrate in that final third really early on. It kind of reminded me of Man U last season where they had really good passing and then they just had no idea what to do in the final third. Yeah, because their chances were definitely few and far in between. Um, honestly, for both sides, because Forrest just trying to spring on the counter, that was not going no, this game no, somehow. No, no. I don't get Villa's defense. Sometimes it's like good for five to six games and sometimes it's just like, this is really bad. I don't It I don't is understand. strange. They live and die by the, the fullback game. I guess, yeah, because it's never fully on the center backs until it's, you know, three on two and then it's just constant Ming's back. That's a but yeah. um Yeah, it goes into halftime, nil nil. I guess Villa looked the better side, but that's not saying much because Forrest sucked. Yeah, it was really disappointing that they couldn't create chances despite having so much of the ball. Mm-hmm. Second half. John Joe Shelby, ladies and gentlemen. John Joe Shelby. Just absolutely teeing up Bertrand Traore <laughs> on the first shot. Yeah. That was the funniest thing I've seen in at least four weeks. Give him the assist. That was so good. My guy, Bertrand Traore, get in. Should we talk about how Forrest in a row. paid like almost 30-something mil for Chris Wood and John Joe Shelby from Newcastle? 
That's hey, Chris Wood scored against City. That's like worth every penny. No, I don't think so. This to is, me, <laughs> this was like when Awobi first went to Everton for forty mil. Yeah, or like when Chelsea was offloading people to China for like fifty mil. Oh my God. Oscar Fraudulent. for ninety. That's a, that's some money laundering. <laughs> Talk about conspiracy. That was money laundering. Bring back China transfers. That was insane. Well. I tell you what, it was not the best of saves from Navas pushing it straight in the middle of the box, but also John Joe Shelby, please don't pass the other team. As yeah. for Bertrand Troyer, he's making a late run at the Kalechi uh, and Acho. <laughs> Random run of form. I'm I'm back. Don't forget the Don't Forget Me Award. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Which will be it, it has to be a new hanky this year. Oh, the absolutely. Don't Forget Me Award. Absolutely. Up there with the Willie and Jose Award or whatever we call it. <laughs> the Chanktosin. Yeah, the Chanktosin Award. Um, yeah, I mean, after that, it it was still Villa for the most part. Forrest felt mm-hmm. like they put a little more effort into going forward, but... Yeah, not much chance for Villa. 67th minute breaking leads to a chance for Buendia. Puts just outside the post... Do you think this is Steve Cooper's fault? I mean... Hmm. That they don't re- truly have a midfield or defense? <laughs> Do you think this is Steve Cooper's fault? They they got so many players in, and yet they still have no midfield or defense. It's it's quite literally a FIFA ultimate team or, in terms of like when you really start your straight. squad. And it's like, yeah, I'm going to buy a bunch of wingers and strikers and uh, cams. And it's like, oh, yeah? Well... Let's be honest. They brought the bad juju upon themselves with the Jesse Lindbergh. Jesse Lindbergh. Lin, Lingard, sorry. Jalen. Uh, signing. What about Emmanuel Dennis signing? I mean, he's been one of the better players the past couple of weeks. <laughs> Not that that's saying much. Yeah, well, he brings bad juju from Watford. That's true. He, bring he brings Watford the Watford stink. In. Yeah, you don't want to bring Watford in. Um, yeah, game wraps up. Ollie Watkins cannot be stopped. Gets another goal. Do it for the fantasy Premier League points. Come on, get in. Do it. Do it for the Hank. <laughs> do it for the Hank. Do it for the Hank streak. Hank. Hank needs twenty goals. He's at twelve. He's at eight 12. games. Eight goals. Dude, I'm ready for it. He break Jamie uh, Vardy's. Yeah. Goals in straight games. Yeah. And that's exactly what we were banking on. And then he'd probably fall unless off he gets into a, the void. Unless he gets a brace one of these games, hopefully. That'd be nice. Just a couple, just bag two or three. Yeah, maybe. Knock them all out. Uh, solid win for Villa. It was my lock of the week. A little, little made some cash there you on go. that one. That was just barbecue chicken sitting there. Forrest, you, oh, you can only hope to stay up by winning at home. I don't know what to tell you. Yep. That's yep. why I have no faith in you. Absolutely. Brighton and Newcastle, Sam. Or Brighton. Brentford and Newcastle. You're pulling at me. I always yeah. flick, flip them up and get them yeah. twisted. And... You always say Brenton and... It's always Brentford and Brighton. Yeah. Too. It's, we can't have what, two teams with BR. I'm yeah. just going to start calling them Hove. Hove. That's Hove. Albion, because West Brom's not up. West Brom, it's Albion. They're doing all right. Yeah, this was actually one of the better games of of the week. Yeah, speak for yourself. Yeah, speak for yourself. Well, it was it was better than <laughs> was, Aston Villa versus Forest. That is <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, some early action for Brentford. Tony putting a ball across the box, cleared by Trippier. Uh, and then Jansen. Initial attempt saved only as far as Ivan Tony puts it in, but was ruled Off. offside. Yeah, it's brutal. A lot of action there uh, for Brentford early. Yeah, and then it kind of felt like it neutralized out. Newcastle kind mm. of took the sting out of things. Um, it felt like one of those games where Brentford would just, for some reason, have the ball a bunch at one point, and then that kind of just faded. Yeah. There's absolutely. a lot of, like, just out of nowhere, like, changes and I'm I'm sure it had some something to do with some tactical changes by the managers that were in a unfavorable pull uh, position early on. But there's just some games where it's like there's just like a random fork in the road moment in the game, and it's like completely went down another path. This is one of them. Yeah, big moment in the match. Twenty-seven minutes in, 
Kevin Shada making a run down the right-hand side. Ends with a terrible challenge from Sven Botman in the box. And a penalty is awarded. Ivan Tony steps up for the penalty. Terrible penalty. Yeah. Easily saved. Very yeah. untony like on that one. Yeah. What can you say? Nick Pope. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that was just a terrible penalty. <laughs> he got and psyched out. You definitely saw the momentum Shift. favor Newcastle. Yeah. To end the second half. Um, there w- it's okay, though. There was a penalty awarded to Newcastle. Um, or, or no, sorry, Brentford. Penalty awarded to Brentford despite Newcastle being on the front foot. Kind of came out of nowhere. Isak making minor contact with Rico Henry on the corner. I didn't like the call. It was pretty nah. soft, but he was behind him, I think. Yeah, he was. Um, so they gave it to him. Chance for redemption. Hey, for Tony. There's a little blip on the radar. Oh, yes, yes, yes. miss. Goes into halftime. 1-0. Second half, Newcastle come out strong. Grabbing a goal 54 minutes in. Jolington does well on the wing. Cuts inside past the defender. Forces an own goal. That's 40 million Raya. pound, David Raya, to you, Tottenham Hotspur. Tottenham Hotspur, sign him up. Sign him up. Who needs David Raya when you got... Frazier Forrester, though. Yeah, well, who would you rather keep Frazier Forrester? Hugo Lloris. That was something I heard this uh, week. Frazier Forrester. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I mean, Newcastle respond right after with the uh, Wilson finding Isak. Yeah, what a finish from Isak. Creative. It just, it just feels odd when Newcastle can't score. It just genuinely feels like bad luck because they create such good chances like every game, and you have games like this where it works out perfectly for them and how it should, and then there's just certain games where it's like yeah, they just can't buy a goal. It's so odd. Yes, indeed. A couple more chances. Isak had one hit straight at Raya. And then Callum Wilson scores from a corner, but the ball hit off his arm, so it was disallowed. I didn't like that call either. I thought it was off his sleeve, which is supposed to not be a handball. But, yeah. you know, Rules are, they're, they're made to be broken. To be, yeah, they're made to be or if you're the deciphered and not the correct way. Yeah, to be, yeah, to be. <laughs> Rules uh, are made to be deciphered and then interpreted. Yes, in various manners. Yeah. Uh, couple chances for Brentford late on. Pope making a big save on the set piece, and then Ivan Tony at the death. 90 plus four has a chance, but he puts it over. Chance to rescue a point. Can't do it. Newcastle walk away. Two, one. Brentford's got to feel pretty bad about this one. They could have got something out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that uh, they definitely could have, but did they deserve it? Eh. That's also a fair point. Yeah. But, no, I, I feel, yeah, the result favored Newcastle, performance favored Newcastle, so you can't complain too much. But Brentford easily could have drawn this game, and it would have been a very Brentford thing to do. Yes. All right, moving on to the next game. Fulham versus West Ham. This game we called, I believe. I said, Yeah, we I said, said West, West Ham would win. Yeah, because yeah, Fulham, they're on the, like, don't care about anything. Yeah, they're on Dream. the just sandbag. They might finish, like, 16th. Yeah. They might. Oh, oh Google Docs. Your copy face. What's going on here? Out of my face. What's going on here? Yeah, I mean, Fulham in this game kind of looked pretty decent while simultaneously looking bad. I don't know how that's possible. But their passing was good in the buildup, and then towards the end, that final chance just was never taken, and they couldn't really necessarily always get that final pass to uh, create the final chance. But the buildup, very nice. Yeah, they definitely... We're in control. Oh, yeah, first and, 20 minutes or so. It was... Yeah, first 20 minutes, and then the opening goal kind of came out of nowhere. Jared Bowen playing a ball across, deflects off Harrison Reed, and in for another own goal. Yeah, potential hand in the uh, the build-up play on Sufal, but 
don't know. That'd be it'd be a bit silly to call that one. Yeah. But they did check it on VAR. Yeah. West Ham opening up the game 1-0 despite not having much of the ball. But Fulham, like you said, unable to do much in the final third. Chance for Anthony Robinson. For some reason, it seems like he just has one chance a game where he just takes a rip from outside the box. And yes. Goes like just wide or over the bar. Um, yeah. Fulham continue to have the ball for the rest of the half, but really do nothing with it. West Ham, like completely out of the game somehow, like getting completely outclassed by Fulham, mm-hmm. which was weird. Yeah, you know, it. both these teams in their own right are just not very good at moments this year, especially Fulham as of late. But West Ham the whole year has just shown moments of, like, not being It's so frustrating, good. too, West Ham. It's like, man, you have some good players. I know. How are you playing like this? Well, it's also, you know, then they try and force stuff like getting more attack in this game, and they start two strikers with Ings and Antonio. And they just don't get any service, and they're not having any success in midfield. Yeah, because they need an extra body. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you can't do that. I don't know. I think Moyes is just kind of he's running his course. Hopefully, he keeps him up. If you're West Ham, but Moyes to Leicester? No, I think Moyes might be. This might be Moyes' last. Moyes to Scotland? Maybe. England. Moyes to England. Yeah. Moyes to like. Portugal or something. Yes, yes. <laughs> something random. Second half, Fulham with an interesting tactic. They just started spamming crosses into the box to no one. Yeah. It, they're like, we can't get the final pass, so here we go. <laughs> well, We're we'll going to do this. We'll put the ball in and inshallah, as they say. Yeah, and they haven't really... You know, Fulham kind of was sneaky relying a bit on dribbling a bit this year, too. You know, with whether it's Solomon or De Cordova Reed, but you know, those guys not going right now. Sam's guy, Vinicius. That guy. <laughs> the announcers are saying how big of a drop off it was between him and Mitrovic. And it's like, well, Mitrovic hasn't been that good. But yes, it is still an insane drop off because that guy, yeah. Vinicius, stinks. Very much so. 83rd minute, big chance for Pereira. Played in on goal. Heavy first touch. Allows Fabianski to come out and get a hand to it. And makes this stop. West Ham hold on for the 1-0 victory. Did they deserve it? Eh. Probably not. Did anyone deserve anything No, that should have been a goalless draw game if I've (laughs) ever seen one. Um, Um, Yeah, I mean, good result for West Ham. But performance was not very... Uh, inspiring, especially since you just lost 5-1 midweek to Newcastle at home. Yeah, I think uh, at this point, do you just take whatever you can get? Hope to see out the rest of the season, don't yep. get relegated, and then... Yeah, uh, hopefully you can win your Europa Conference League. And uh, reshuffle the cards in the summer, bring in someone with some fresh ideas. Yeah. Brandon Rogers you sell, at the helm. They West Ham fans don't want him. I don't know why. I don't think it'd be that bad. Everyone hates Brendan Rogers. It's very odd. I think it's just one of those things. He gives you two to three good years, and then it's down the tubes. Yeah, you see, everyone wants Mourinho, but they don't want Brendan Rodgers. They're the same guy. <laughs> yes, one's not as funny. Though. You got to sell. Uh, you sell rice. Yeah. You buy fat Calvin Phillips from Man City. They're trying to offload him. You buy the speedy boy Connor Gallagher running around. There you go. And now, now you're cooking with some. Now you're you got cooking little, with gas. Yeah. You can also sell Skamaka because you'll never play him for some reason. Yeah. Um, that was a weird one. Next game, Leicester versus Bournemouth. The relegation six-pointer. Yeah. Your team, Leicester. Leicester, man. I told you how long ago they're going to be in a relegation fight. They kind of suck. <laughs> they suck big time. They don't have any ball-winning midfielders, uh, and they don't have any true good defenders. And they don't have any goal guy. scores. Yeah. Strikers, at least. Hey, they have Harvey Barnes on 10 goals. Some interesting defense early on. 
uh, from Leicester. Almost a mistake from Wout Foss and yeah. Everson leading to some chaos. Phil Billing nearly scored from free kick, hit off the post and out. That would have been mint. Yeah, Phil Bill is... He's a Bournemouth's top scorer this year for a reason. What can you say? He's fantastic. He is He's, fantastic. They should sell him this summer for 35 mil to someone. Tottenham Hotspur? Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Um, Castagna, dragon effort wide. Yeah, pretty rough. Lester going with Vardy Lester. in this one. Yeah, throw him up there. Hoping that the magical reignite but it's just but it won't it's not there unfortunately no he's entirely washed i mean not to mention he had barely any service but you know he's he's just not at the stage of his career where he can create stuff himself anymore nope Uh, another chance for phil billing 24 minutes in nearly finds the back of the net good save from everson and then solanke has a nice turn and shot in the box fine space but he puts a shot just wide. 13 minutes in. 13 minutes later, I should say. Big mistake from James Madison, of all people. Yep. Passes straight back. Pulls a John Joe Shelby out here. Mm-hmm. Towards his own goal. Intercepted by Phil Bill. Does well to score. This guy, he's got to be like the most under-the-radar player. No, I think the most underrated player in the league is Bakayo Saka. I don't think people know enough about him. I agree. I agree. No, but you you never no. really hear anyone talk about Phil Billing. No, because no one watches Bournemouth. Yeah, except I, for us. Uh, and you know why? Because we're class. We're sick in the head. That's we're, why. We're class. Oh, we're class. Oh, he's got the polo over the Bournemouth cherries T-shirt. <laughs> if that doesn't say class to you, then I don't know what does. Yeah. I mean, no, it's actually a player, if you want to be serious, it is actual players like Phil Billing that no one talks about, and you're like, they're underrated. No one ever mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Even people that be like, James Madison's underrated. It's like, what are you talking about? He's like a top five, top ten attacking guy in the league this year. What are you talking about? Yeah. Phil Bill, no one talks about him. I agree, Sam. Yeah, no one will talk about him until, you know, a big six team is linked with him. And then yeah. people will be like, oh, my God, yeah, this guy's awesome. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, where where were you? Where were you? Where were you when Bournemouth was in last place? <laughs> where uh, were you <laughs> when Phil Bill was carrying the team? I think he has eight goals this year, something like that, leading the team. You know who has the – you know what team has the lowest goal score as their highest goal score? What number? It's, I think it's four. Forest? No. Brendan Johnson has like almost 10 goals. Really? Yeah. Doesn't feel I'll just like tell it. you, it's it's West Ham. West Ham. Bowen and Ben Rama. Well, no like one four. scores on that yeah. team anyway, so. so yeah, it makes sense. Second half, Dom Solanke, almost adding a second big stop from Iverson. Iverson, White Iverson. White Iverson, Hank says Iverson, <laughs> so it must be Iverson. <laughs> Just thinking about the White Iverson that it's so funny. I'm ballin', I'm ballin', I'm ballin' in you. Uh, Sam's guy Neto with the tip shot for Madison over the bar. Lester kind of ramped it up the second half, but it really wasn't all anything that special. Yeah. Um. Then Lester Harvey Barnes tight angle saved. After that. There's a lot of just, like, grinding it out. Yeah. It's not. Grind. The Bournemouth grind. Yeah. Something about Leicester just so uninspiring. They are. They're just, like. Finishes 1-0 no Bournemouth. I think, and I'm just going to say this now. I think I'm selling my Bournemouth stock. It's going to start going down here now. Absolutely. We, pre- we predicted this win. I mean, the beating the corpse of Leicester. Yeah, is not. Not great. Yeah. But, hey. Maybe Lester. Important. Although three points. Lester, we gotta talk about hiring Mr. Smith, Mr. Dean Smith. Oh everyone, yeah, till the end everyone, of the season. Everyone hating on it. I think there's a bit of nobody believes in us zag potential mm-hmm. with Lester. Very much so. John Terry take over the defense. 
Craig Shakespeare on the bench. You know, a lot Dean of people Smith, are saying I, I kind of like it. A lot of people are saying like, "Oh, he did so bad with Norwich." It's like come you on. and it's everyone. Norwich. It's Norwich. Him come and on. him and everyone. It's Norwich. Who does good with Norwich? D- Daniel Farka, bro, who comes in the Premier League and gets like 13 points a season and then goes to the Championship and gets like 119. Yeah, well, Pro- big props to Daniel Farka. Let's see how Farka. that translates. Um, no, I I think that I feel kind of good about the Dean Smith hire, especially since no one believes in it. Yes. People act like he sucks. Oh, he only had one long win streak at Villa where he went 10 unbeaten. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty fucking impressive. That's a third of the season, shithead. Yeah, most people were just absolutely hating the appointment. I did see like one person that was like, hey, yeah, I don't mind this. I was like, yes, my Good. guy. Dean Smith, come on. Get the in, believers. Lad. Get in, lad. Get in. We just need Lester to get our guy Tete going. It's it's better than the freaking tired, like, hire Rafa Benitez. No one says that, though, really. Dude, everyone wants Rafa Benitez. Because they all want Lester to go I down. Can't, I I'm, can't watch more Rafa Benitez. I can't. He said that about Roy Hodgson. Well, you know what? I am making a formal apology. <laughs> when we get to that. Let's I get, didn't know. Let's get to the next game. Let's get to this fraud game. Tottenham should be in like ninth place. Let's just be honest. Tottenham should, should be, be duking out with like Chelsea. This is a very fraudulent game. <laughs> How did they get like this lucky and yet they're still so terrible? That's the Tottenham way, man. They play like shit, but somehow they win. I don't get it. Starts off pretty balanced game between the two sides. Out of nothing, Youngman's son tells Sam that he's back. It's like doing doing stuff like that. Like why? Where'd that come from? Dude, that's young and son. He's the been rest here. Of the season, and then you just he's rip been a here this whole time, bro. Brighton. He's come back. He came back against Leicester for a hat trick, bro. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Tottenham's midfield play, um, pretty decent for a little while, and then Brighton just kind of really pushed him back, just really against the wall for from like the fifteenth minute to like the thirtieth minute. Yeah. Um, a few chances, one for McAllister. One from Caicedo, but then it's Louis Dunk. Has anyone ever called him Louis? I think probably not. No, I think you're the first one. How would you spell? Because normally Louis, you would think, you know, L O U I S. You you do L E W Y. I E I E. That's weird. Otherwise, you're Levy. Lewandowski. Yeah, sure. You gotta go, Louis. 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 He's French now. Louis, 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 Louis. Yeah, that's some amazing defense by Tottenham on that corner. I'll tell you that much. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like free header for the 6'5 guy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely insane. Just like, oh, shit, we forgot about him. It's okay because before half, Tottenham have another chance with Pedro Porro. Porro. Their, their second best player instantly. It doesn't make sense. Uh, halftime one one second half. Mister Steele comes up big, stonewalling Ivan Perisic, yeah. and then it's and then it's the Brighton show, Sam. But it's it, pain. It's, it's it's pain because there's a, some uncalled penalties, some ref ball. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Speaking of handballs. 55 minutes in, Welbeck does well to control the ball in the box, makes space for the shot, which he puts past Lloris, but it was disallowed for a handball. Brutal. And then (laughs) 60 minutes in, there's a scuffle, and both managers sent off, and it was brewing the whole game. It feels like Tottenham's manager doesn't speak any language. Uh, he's, he's not even work. Italian. He's just a he's just a Neanderthal guy. Yeah. They like unfroze him and he's just there. What's his name? Like Christopher Piolini or something like that. I don't even know what his name is. I thought it started with an S, but I don't remember. Yeah, no one cares. Um generic Italian man. Yeah. Well how about Hoiberg with the little stomp on uh Matoma's foot as uh, Matoma's trying to run? In the box. I don't know if they even reviewed it. They might have reviewed they it. They did, and it was short, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was like, I mean, obviously, he steps on his foot. Like, Yeah, you think a, you think honorary samurai 
Matoma would ever dive like that and disrespect the Absolutely honor of not. his family? No. You think Brighton has to die for penalty shamelessly like Man City? No. No. He put some respect on Dr. Dribble's name. Yeah. He went to a prestigious school and got his PhD in dribbling. He doesn't need to... <laughs> okay, that's getting edited out. Uh, he doesn't need to die for any penalties. He's a man of, of, of great honor, great respect. True, you know he's not Harry Kane. Harry Kane, absolute fraud. I'll tell you what. This is why Harry Kane should be top three for player of the year. This Tottenham team is so bad, and yet he just carries them to win. It's truly incredible. Very bad. It's truly incredible. Yeah, it was pretty rough from the from the Brighton defense just allowing to get in through on goal like that. It seems like shock that Tottenham finally goes for an attack. That's true. It's unbelievable. They lull you to sleep. Exactly. It's the opposite of Man City. They lull you to sleep with defense rather than attack and then hit you on the counter. True. True. Finishes 2-1. Fraudulent. Amazing result for Tottenham. Fraudulent of the utmost caliber. Brighton just has to feel so hard done by it. Should have won this game. Easy. Deserby is going to like go off the deep end, I think. Yeah. He's going to have to be put in the mental institute for all these penalties that aren't being given to Brighton, and he's losing his damn mind. Yeah. He needs more hands to gesture. Yeah. He needs more little hair gel to spike his hair and get his little goatee trimmed. You know what he looks like? He looks like the villain in the first Spy Kids movie. I can see it. We're pulling this up right now. Look at him. Yep. He just doesn't have the facial hair. That's he looks what throws like Fegan Floop. Look. Yeah, yep. you add a little goatee. Yeah, right it looks like him. You got this Irby. Oh, Fegan Floop with his weird thumb people. Yep. I agree. Spy Kids, what a film. Moving film. on. Danny Trejo, Oscar winning performance sure. in that one. Anyways, Hank's had enough of Spy Kids. So let's move uh, so on. So let's move on to Chelsea and Wolves. To the team that's more boring than the Spy Kids' 10th film in the series. <laughs> that has to be the pick. <laughs> that has to, It's so low res, but it has yeah, to be the pick. It's, it's, uh, let's see how small it is. Oh, it's tiny. It's going to be so blurry. I love it. <laughs> Very fitting for this game. Wolves versus Chelsea, Charity FC. Fat Frank at the helm. Yes, he's back. You know, Hank, I'm going to have to, you know, have you really explain this one to me because I just couldn't understand what was going on in this game. I don't know what there is to say. It feels like Chelsea just don't have anyone that plays in like a 10 role or a role in centrally that moves the ball forward because Enzo Fernandez is – more side to side and goes forward, but when it's diagonal, so he's playing wide players and they need something as far as linking up, whether it's Felix, Havertz, one of those guys need to be linking up centrally and it's constantly, everyone's out wide. Why is everyone wide? It's very odd. Not to mention Chelsea are forever just, just forever moving so slow that it feels like they're playing with the lead. Yes. And Wolves in this one, you know, there's two kind of there's wolves where they just hold the ball and do nothing with it, and then there's wolves where they don't have the ball and they like feel pressure that they have to actually score when they get the ball. And that was wolves this game. Yeah, they had early on. They had the they had the better chances early. Yeah, didn't have a whole lot of chances, but they had some solid ones. Yeah, and they were pinning Chelsea, kind of not really pinning them in, I guess, but they're getting the ball deep in the Chelsea's final third, and then kind of making Chelsea work for possession yeah. to say the least putting the putting the pressure on them making them feel the heat i don't get how chelsea can have so many fast guys and they're just like they never play people into space that's what i don't understand with chelsea or you get played into space against real madrid and you mess up your chance gel felix well what here i'll say? say it i i've been saying this since day one gel felix he ain't it yeah he i think it. and there's a lot of chelsea fans that say well if we don't sign him someone else is gonna sign him he's gonna do well it's like eh, maybe but i don't think he's 80 or 90 mil for me 
Especially, you're already bringing in Nkunku. Yeah. I think your better play is to just spend 80, 90 mil on a striker if you have to. But the main thing is getting, you know, just an out-and-out cam would just be nice. It would just be yeah. nice. Yeah. Not to mention you're going to have to buy a, a keep, probably another wide defender. I would say just. You want like a box-to-box midfielder probably. Oh, well, you have the Enzo Fernandez. It's just you can't play him in there because either Conte. with him. Because either Conte's out. Well, you have Kovacic, but you might sell Kovacic. Yeah, I don't it's think. very odd. I don't think Kovacic is the future. No. But are you going to sell him for 30 mil? He's 29, 28. You might as well just grind him out. Yes. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's something with the attack right now. And maybe the answers just get Mason Mount right, but at the same time, it's like, how does that work? <laughs> get, <laughs> so, get Mason Mount. Whoa. Yeah. Get, get him, him right. Going. Yeah. That would be nice. But, again, that, I don't think yeah, that's when, practical. When we cure cancer, well, we're at it too. So... What can you do we, if you're uh, Chelsea? When we feed the hungry. Well, they do it. that, unfortunately, out yeah, there. Yeah, it is in, Charity FC. You know, out there and, you know. <laughs> Speaking of the, Charity, 32 minutes in, Mateus Nunes gets a goal via a great first-time volley. Chelsea. Kappa, the little man, couldn't get there. Yeah, he's got little arms. What yeah. can you say? Chelsea find themselves down 1-0. Yes. Second half, a whole lot of possession that leads to absolutely nothing. It feels like Reese James is either just like his knees so messed up that he might not ever be the same guy, or they should just rest him for the rest of the year because it doesn't matter anyways. Might as well at yeah. this point. Um. Yeah, I don't really remember the second half. No, I don't. I just either. remember Fred Frank looking very confused and disappointed. This game was weird because it was like nothing really happened. Kind of reminded me of Chelsea's game last year under Tuchel at Wolves. It was very like when they had like no one to play because their team had like COVID. Kind of reminded me of that game. It was a very odd one. Yeah, I don't remember. You are saying that, Chelsea had like COVID Yeah, no, Chelsea had COVID and they tried to get the game suspended, but oh, the league wouldn't no. suspend it. Classic. And they couldn't even fill the fill the bench. Classic. Yeah, classic Premier League. Rigging it against Chelsea. Rigging it against Chelsea. Rigging it. Stop the counts. Stop the counts. Fake news. Lots of people are talking. Wolves. Solid win. Sorry, Wolves fans. We wish we could spread more joy about your team, but that game really sucked and no one cared about it. Yeah. There's not much to say. True. True. Speaking of teams, but it's no Liver- one cares Liverpool's about. Uh, man, Matthias Nunes, who they're <laughs> buying from Wolves as he just got the Wolves. Liverpool is going to offer a solid like thirty-five million pounds, no. and then then Jurgen Klopp is going to be like, uh, "Well, yes, um, we can only do with uh, what we have. We have uh, limited resources." And uh, we just a guy, a can't guy that, compete for Jude Bellingham. A guy that Wolves bought for 40 and Liverpool turned around <laughs> and offered less to Wolves for him. Exactly, exactly. Let's get to the first relegated team in the season, Southampton. Southampton. I looked at their schedule before this week and saw their teams they play. I was like, yeah, no, there's it's no way. Over. There's it's no over. way. They, they haven't. You know where it went wrong for them? Their stretch you know how they always have the stretch where they pop off and that's yep, what's kept them that up? That saves them. They hired Nathan Jones for that stretch. Critical mistake. It truly was. Critical mistake. Even if they kept Hans, I think they would be in a position right now where they're out of relegation zone. They hired the most meme-tier manager that has ever existed in the Premier League. Yeah. Nathan Jones. Yeah, that was so bad. Ruined their... Well, now Southampton, you're going down. The Welsh fraud. This game was a absolute blowout by Man City, holding the ball. Yeah, City dominant for throughout the first 20 minutes. Southampton had like one attempt, and it was Suleimana on the counter, and he was one-on-one and just yeah. going the whole length of the field and then eventually just had a super heavy touch and lost the ball, and it was super disappointing. Um, But yeah, City just passing around very slowly, you know, doing what they do. Just before yeah, well, halftime, Southampton had a decent buildup. 
leading to Sulaimana with a chance that goes wide. And then, like you said, Erling Holland. Erlings. Erlings. Beats his man. Bottle of ketchup. He says, no, thank you. I'm a mustard man. And Kevin De Bruyne puts a little sauce on his plate. How about that? For the finish, 1-0. Goes in halftime, 1-0. Second half, just some pure dominance from City. Kind of hitting on the counter for some reason. Yeah, they look good in this game in terms of moving the ball and stuff. It's kind of scary to see City get rolling like this right now the way they are. I mean, you don't just beat Bayern midweek in the Champions League 3-0. You're telling me. I think that this just shows Southampton's better than Bayern. They got a goal. They They, got a goal. They got a goal. They didn't get a goal, Bayern and Tommy Tuck. But it wasn't before they gave up two more goals. (laughs) Uh, 58 minutes in, City hit on the counter. Jack Grealish makes a nice run and shoots. We'll swing it in. Gets the rebound off of Bazunu, just puts it in himself. And then 10 minutes later, Grealish with the assist this time and Holland. The machine with the acrobatic finish. Yeah, oh absolutely my nuts. Goodness. You hate to see it. Why? Because I hate Man City. Oh, I like Erling Holland. I like Jack Grealish. I hate City. I like Erling Holland and I like Jack Grealish. City is everything I hate about modern football. You I have love a Erling you have Holland a soulless club Grealish. with barely any fan base, no history. Their kids suck. Their players are wankers, especially Bernardo Silva. They, That's fair. They spend billions of dollars, billions of pounds on players. Yes. They can't even win the Champions League. Yes. Pep Guardiola constantly Fraud. whining. Yes. Not as much as Jurgen Klopp, but I agree. They're all I wankers, hate City. except Erling Holland and Jack Reilly. The league would be better off without City in it. Send them off to their own Super League by yeah, themselves. Let them, let them go play Real Madrid, Barcelona, and Juve like nine million times. Yeah. And and we'll just enjoy the rest of the league. Um. So anyways, end of that tangent. Southampton get a goal, baby. Southampton. Mara, come on. Goal. Come on. Two substitutes combining. The Gineppo sauce. Gineppo sauce. It. Forgot that guy was a player. Yeah, he's he's up there. He's up there. And then Man City get a fourth goal after a cheap penalty given away by Walker Peters on Kevin De Bruyne. Yulene Alvarez, this guy's 100% fraudulent. He comes in, scores his garbage time penalty. That should people, count. Don't, don't add it to the tally. People will sit there and say, actually, you know, Man City play better when Erling Holland's not actually uh, in there because, uh, you know, he doesn't actually uh, influence the game that much. And Julian Alvarez is actually a much more uh, technical player than him. And uh, yes. that's what I think about it. Yes, yes. The, yes, the man who scores 31 goals. Oh, they're all tap-ins. Oh, yeah? How come no one else scores 32 goals through, like, 30 games? You jabroni. Absolute. It's a good question. Absolute goombas. These That's people. a good question. All Finishes four right. one. Finishes four one. Into a wonderful game. Another I, I another another route game that just like went out of nowhere. Yeah, it's just a fork in the road game. Out of nowhere, after it leads in Palace, leads the first twenty minutes, absolutely killing it. Yes. Sinister chance. Aronson chances, and then. Patty Bamford capitalizes. Boom. 1-0. 50th goal for Leeds. Yeah. Big ups. Bruh. Yeah. I, I And then it was the couldn't believe no it. one could defend a set piece for either team. That was amazing. Jeff Schlupp had a point blank <laughs> chance that went wide. Yeah, Jeff Schlupp. Harrison almost had a free kick goal. Sam Johnston yeah. in this game. Wow. Yes. Get in. How about that? The redemption. Yeah. West Brom's finest. Yep. Uh, uh, another uh, free kick chance. Ayu puts it wide because he's trash. Yeah, nothing new there. Yeah, could have had Hattie apparently. Uh, another save from Johnston again this time on strike. Johnston kind of keeping him alive. And then it's just an insane sequence. They finally get a goal off a set piece. Crystal Palace, that is. Mark Guayhi. It was tipped. I don't know who was tipped by to Guayhi. The original ball in was, like, flicked on. I don't know who it was, though. Yeah. 
I forget who it was. Was it like Ward? No, he, I, I don't think it was him. But anyways, it gets flicked on. Okay, he played on a little tap. Tap, tap, tap it in. Yeah. Goes into halftime, 1-1. One, one. Super disappointing for Leeds. Yeah, you played amazing. <laughs> and you find yourselves 1-1 one, one at halftime. I mean, Palace was really not in the game. Yeah, well, boy, boy, willed him. He must have gave a rousing halftime talk because they came out. Well, I think you're taking the piss. On fire. They, well, I think you're. They realized, hey, we cannot let down Roy Hodgson. This man could die at, like, any time. <laughs> we can't be the reason that he They dies. say that at say and at least they look up to him like a grandfather. That's awesome. They don't say that. I made that up. Well, let's, <laughs> who cares? Just keep spreading it, spreading it. Do, do make a tweet, post it on r slash soccer viral. Boom. Yeah. Verified source. Sorted. Sorted. <laughs> Roll on summer. Sorted. Man, I forgot about that guy. Legend. Bring him back. Anyone want to get into the drop shipping business? I know a guy. <laughs> uh, too good. Okay, second half. The dominance from Crystal Palace begins in the 53rd minute. Leeds getting embarrassed. By Jordan Ayew. Jordan Ayew scores thumping header. And that makes it 2-1. And then just two minutes later, some absolute prime Barcelona tiki-taka play from Palace. Great Lincoln from the young guns, Elise and Eze. And Eze gets the class finish. This is the Palace that we love to see. The young men firing on all cylinders. Elise, joy to watch. Eze, joy to watch. Yes. Get in. Yes, yes, yes. And then they add yes, a fourth. Yes, yes, Powell's hitting on the break. Ball comes out to Edouard. Slots it past Melier. Even Edouard getting in the getting in the action. And then just to add insult to injury, Powell's add a fifth after a weird sequence of play where two players made a challenge on Hughes. And the ball deflected straight to Jordan Ayew, who no one was defending. And he was played onside by Christensen and just kind of tapped it in. Yeah, it was really just an odd second half from Leeds. It was like it was, it was pretty much like the West Ham game. I mean, it finished the same scoreline, so obviously it's going to draw comparisons. Uh, mm-hmm. you know. But it was just like a complete and utter defensive collapse. Yeah. Whereas like, the team was like just clear on net, and you're like, wait, what? How did that happen? Very rough. Terrible. Excellent. Javi Gracia football lads. I love it so much. I've I've been reading Leeds fans talking about, oh, Jesse Marsh was so bad. Jesse Marsh so bad. We're so much better under Javi Gracia. It's like, yeah, you got you, you squeaked out two wins, but guess what? Javi Gracia is trash. Jesse Marsh wasn't as Jesse bad as Marsh. you're talking about. People are Legend like, for turning down these Premier League clubs. For not Junior Furpo was terrible under... Under Jesse Marsh. Is that Jesse Marsh's problem? Or is Furpo just trash? Well, he's bad under Bielsa, too, so I don't know what Furpo the hell point is. Furpo is trash. Yeah, obviously. They didn't have Rodrigo. Yeah. For, for like a, the how long? Freaking three months. Yeah. What are you going to do? Let's move on to the game of the week. Um, That's it. That's all we got. Nope. We have a, we have a game of the week. Liverpool. That's all we got. Arsenal. That's all we got. With a big old... I wiped this game from my memory. Why? It wasn't bad. Uh, well, when you consider we were up 2-0. Oh, I didn't know. Uh, I didn't watch the game. Arsenal, starting off hot and heavy early. Dominant, possessing the ball, really taking it to him, not afraid. It's that man. Potentially top three attacking player this year. You could you could talk me into it. I wouldn't say he is, but you could talk me into it. Gabriel Martinelli. Gabriel Martinelli Silva to you. Nope. Um, nope. And Arsenal keep piling on the pressure. Liverpool back four in shambles, as always. Can't win the ball in midfield. Arsenal did really well in the first half to just take the, the sting out of the air. Yeah, at, at Anfield. Anfield. And that's like... The, the number keys one to thing, success. yeah. And then we get Gabby Jesus for Martinelli. Martinelli with a goal and assist. And it looked like it was bound to be Arsenal's day. However, 
I knew something turned when Jaka Jaka mm-hmm. getting in Alexander Arnold's face, trying to give him shit. The same thing happened last season when Arteta got upset about a fall that wasn't called, got all riled up, and then Anfield just yeah erupts yeah, and He's now they're into calm. the game. Yep. Now the pressure's on, and guess what? You give up a goal before halftime. That is fatal. Yeah. You can't give up a goal before halftime. You can't. And Jaka, really stupid, had a terrible game. I wanted him to get subbed off. Bring me Jorginho. You wish. I was incensed. You wish. Mo Salah scoring to make it 1-2 to for Liverpool. Halftime. And then it was just how hard can Mo Salah throw the game for Liverpool is all it came down to. (laughs) Liverpool should have won this game. Yes, it probably should have been like four to two. Aaron Ramsdale was insane. Yeah, his save. He, he should have been nuts. man of the match, in my opinion. Um, I want you to pull up the stats here real quick. Pull up the lineups, actually, rather. Pull up the lineups. Yeah, let me pull up the lineups here. Um, it definitely wasn't Curtis Jones who subbed off at sixty minutes. I forgot he played. It definitely wasn't Zenchenko. Oh, I think it's Cody Gakpo. Okay, so. Cody Gakpo. Yeah, I mean, the Salah penalty was insane. That was that was insane. Just drags it wide. Just a terrible penalty. Yeah, at that point you're thinking maybe Arsenal, Arsenal can hold on. Lucking out again. See, I feel like I jinxed it for Arsenal because around the 80th minute, I thought there's no way that Liverpool score because it it just genuinely looked like they. Had tried so much and couldn't get through, and then, yeah, obviously all it took was a little nutmeg and Alexander Arnold finally showing his class. He just had to be shoved by Granite Jocka to show where he was this whole time. This goal hurt me so much because I was sitting there saying, "We gotta get Zinchenko off. We need." Tierney on because you could tell they were targeting yeah. Zinchenko and he was looking he was, rough. He was, he was getting, getting exposed. late. Very, he was getting back very, very late. Yeah, and Arsenal just had no possession, so having him on to be purely defensive, terrible idea. Arteta really needed to get the subs on, but he waited too late. Zinchenko gets megged by TAA, absolutely embarrasses him, throws in a little cheeky dab as he goes on the way by and then of course Bobby Firmino just he's, loves to score against Arsenal well what can you do he's farewell amazing tour. he's amazing this year there's nothing you can say about Roberto Firmino he might be Liverpool's player of the season and I don't I don't know if it'd even be close yeah who else would it be Allison I guess uh, maybe it's probably Allison and then Firmino there were some a couple chances after that yeah that could have done Arsenal and if Ramsdale wasn't amazing yeah and then Arsenal had a chance where it was three on one or three on two. Yeah. And Martinelli just, just overcooked the pass. But that was when it was two to one, I believe. I think that was when it was two to two. I thought it was when it was two to one. I thought it was when it was two to one. But I could be wrong. But I could be wrong. Oh, you could have Mo Salah as the pick. <laughs> yeah, you might have to have that. No, Look at that pick. Put it, on put it on. Put it the on. best thing about that was Jurgen Klopp facing away, and then mm-hmm. he thought that they scored. scored. Yeah, he, he gave the little fist bump. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? The you're gonna have to. School? You're gonna have to put that as the pick. <laughs> nah, <laughs> Look at that pick. We don't talk about that. Look at that pick. Yeah, Maybe put the Ramsdale save on Kanate, which was. What is he doing? What are you doing, blood? What is, what is Konate doing? Is that what you mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like falling Why are you on your knees, bro? Bro, hold bro. up. Bro, hold up. Oh, no, not macaroni here. Bobby Firmino. Finishes 2-2. Huge result. I don't care what anyone says for Arsenal. Everyone thought they were going to lose. Even though you're up 2-0, do you take that draw nine times out of ten? That 2-0. Going up 2-0. Is what hurts the most. In what the driver's seat. The most? In the driver's seat. Only for Granite Jaka to he's he was doing so well this season of wind up doing, merchant, but he's not a wind up merchant because no one takes him serious. He's just a moron. It's kinda like Rudy Gobert. Yeah. 
he's like a child and you have to keep him in check yeah um let's get the next week let's get the next week you know let's let's just talk about these games again let's run them run them back one more time the 15th do we have midweek action no okay all right we start off villa newcastle villa park gonna be very tough for newcastle in this one I, I still like Newcastle. Okay. It wasn't a convincing win out of Villa. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say two one Newcastle. I'm gonna say one one draw. Chelsea, Brighton. The grandfather no Dejerbi. No who knows if Chelsea's missing, who even cares? <laughs> no soul for Chelsea. Uh I think we're gonna go two no Brighton. Especially uh, since Brighton had their bad luck against Tottenham last week. Now you get to beat up on Chelsea. I'm going to say 1-0 Brighton. Everton. Fulham. This shouldn't be a game. This shouldn't <laughs> be a game, dude. I this think Sean Dice rebound back on board, baby. I'm going to go with a 1-0 a, a special. I'm going to say 0-0. Gross. Southampton Crystal Palace at St. Mary's. Roy Hodgson's tour of terror... Rains in the south coast this yeah, week. What are we thinking? Nine nil, ten nil. Nine nil hasn't been done for a while <laughs> on Southampton's head. I'm thinking one nil Palace. I'm gonna zag and we're gonna go Southampton two one. Okay, be impressive for Southampton to score. Spurs, Bournemouth. Well, they scored last week against Man City, and Man City are gonna get second in the league this year so watch your uh, mouth second tottenham bournemouth tottenham all. hotspur stadium if bournemouth weren't hot i would feel them in this game a bit but they're too hot it's not gonna happen tottenham's gonna win two nil yeah tottenham for sure two nil i like that wolves brentford at the molyneux brentford are playing it in this weird kind of way that where you can't really predict what they're gonna do yeah, it it seems like they should be doing better than they are. Yeah. They've just kind of been a little rough around the edges. Need to clean some things up. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to go 1-1. One, one. Um, but I'm leaning towards Brentford win if... 1-0 Brentford. Man City, Leicester. This you say this should be nil. You say this should be a game? This should not be a game. Oh, okay. I'm going to say that uh, City 4-0. We'll just say comfortable. I'll say 5-0. Oh, my gosh. West Ham, Arsenal. Arsenal like playing at the London Stadium. And Sam likes the London Stadium. He that says it's visually appealing. Stadium. I love my track meet <laughs> I like stadiums. The, you saying it in like a Todd Boyley voice. Quality, Quality stadium. stadium. That's not how he sounds. Quality Stadium. Quality that's Stadium. <laughs> yeah, that's... Chelsea, Chelsea are going to win 3 0. <laughs> Chelsea are going to win 3 0 against Real Madrid. What are you thinking in this game, Sam? What are you scared of from West I'm Ham? thinking I'm going to buy Mikhailo Mudrik for 100 million pounds from Shakhtar Donetsk. He was actually bought for 60 million pounds. And he's the 100 million pound man. He's the 60 million pound man. He's the ghost of Kiev. He is, in fact, a ghost who can't play football. This is the AI generated. Premiership Boys Podcast <laughs> featuring Todd Bowley. <laughs> Just get it over with and say West Ham are going to draw with Arsenal. Yeah, West Ham. Mr. Pep, no. you're literally Pep. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes, no, no, you no. you are in fact Pep Guardiola. Liverpool should have won that game 3-2. You're Pep Guardiola. No, I hate Pep. I you hate are City. Pep. It's crazy, but it's crazy you hate him because then that means you hate yourself. This I, is going to be Arsenal 2-0. Yeah, Arsenal 2-0. Forest. United, city ground. I don't even back for us to get any results at home. No Casemiro. No Casemiro, no uh, Rashford. Rashford, no Martinez. Martial okay, like, okay, it's my time. Maybe I'm buying into it. 1-1 one, one draw. I'm a nil-nil. <sighs> okay, nil. all right. I'm going to go 1-1. One, one. We're going to get, it's going to be like someone stupid for me, like so stupid you won't believe it. It's going to be like Lindelof or something. Probably. Uh, Leeds Liverpool at Elland Road. For whatever reason, Leeds do better at Anfield than they do at Elland Road against Liverpool. Makes no sense. Liverpool away, pretty stinky. Yeah, but 
Javi Gracia football also smells quite very bad. Stinky. It'd be very yeah, Liverpool esque yeah, to lose this game, though. Would it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go with a. Uh, I'm gonna go two one Liverpool. I'll say three one Liverpool. You have a prediction for who's gonna score? Yeah, I'll give you a prediction. I'll tell you what I want. What I really, really want. I'm gonna say. Uh, Erling Holland scores four against Leicester. Wow. Yeah. Are you captaining him in fantasy this week? I don't even have him in my team oh. anymore. I, I I dropped him the week where they didn't play, and oh. I never picked him up. Jeez Louise. I got, I got one better. I got All Ollie right. Watkins. Ooh, is he going to score again in this? Is that what you're predicting? Uh, maybe. No, he won't. Newcastle's too good. All right, well, this has been another episode of the Premiership Perusal Podcast. Terms and conditions do align, uh, apply. apply. Please pay $9.99 plus shipping and handling for another episode. Good meal. It was a good <laughs> meal. Chelsea are going to win 3-0. Chelsea. Maybe we could get Todd Bowley on the podcast. That'd be so sick. <laughs> get him in so on a funny. Zoom call, That'd throw him so up on the TV. Awesome. Oh, you guys are big Chelsea fans. Yeah. Hey, Todd, thanks for joining us here. We're in my uh, bedroom downstairs. Uh, thanks for joining us in the studio. Appreciate that. Adios, mis amigos. America. <laughs>